Thanks for joining us on Sample Radio. Zach Milbank here, and with me today is the captain of the Cert Football Club, James Battersby, who's going to reach his 150th statewide Super League game in round 15 when the Double Blues tackle Central District at X Convenience Oval on Saturday. And but James, uh, 150, uh, yeah, it's no main feat, and you've still got plenty of time to get to 200. Yeah, no, it's a good achievement. Goes uh, pretty quickly. Um, I think, every, as everyone says, uh, your career kind of goes in a flash. So it's um, 150 has come quick. I don't know how many good years left I have in me, but um, I'm just holding on at the moment. Oh, more than holding on. You're playing some really good footy yet again, um, as you've managed to. Um, for yeah, the best part of your career, really, and uh, particularly the last sort of two to three years when you've really exploded into being one of the competition's best midfielders and not just best midfielders but best clearance players um what's been the secret to you being able to string together such consistency and particularly at the clearances where we know you're one of the best in the comp um oh, i think it's a whole range of things uh, i think it's confidence it's age it's opportunity um obviously when i was starting out my career with sturt um we had a Pretty, pretty good midfield with mm. the likes of Aidan Riley, uh, Zane Kirkwood, um, Paddy Wilson as well, Brody Martin. So, um, to you know, you trade off those blokes for three, four, five years um, and just pick their brains every time you can. Um, it's probably really helped me. And then just maybe it's a bit of opportunity with obviously the changing of the guard at Sturt the last mm. three or four years. Um, you're no longer the bloke that gets pushed pushed around and pushed the bench. You're probably more the main guy. So um, with opportunity comes responsibility. But yeah, definitely having a bit more opportunity um, at the clearances with the you know ruckman hitting it to you probably makes mm. it a little bit easier. But yeah, learning off those blokes is um, really good. And I guess with age as well, you start to. Yeah. Get a bit more consistent in the way you play. You can, you know, um, don't have those ebbs and flows like such a young player usually does in their in the start of their career. Yeah. What do you think's been the key learning that you've taken from, and perhaps one of those guys, if you're able to single it out to one thing, but uh, that has enabled you to be so proficient at the clearances in particular? Oh, it's it'd be hard to say one person or one okay. thing. Um, and, and you do learn different things from even different players and opposition when you play against them. Mm. Um, I think it's just coming in with it, coming in with a game plan um, and knowing who you're playing against. I think yep. that's my big thing um, each week. I know who probably I'm going to likely match on and what's their strengths and what's my strengths and trying to adapt it to that. Um, it obviously helps when you have a really dominant ruckman who can put it down your throat. Yep. Um, but also, you know, reading opposition hits and having a game plan. But I think the main one is that's at Sturt and the coaches I've had is we really play the structure and there's no real, you know, one person doesn't run their own show. It's you play the structure and go from there. But, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of learning things in the way. But I think having a game plan going into a game is probably the main thing. Yeah. And um, in terms of your time in the midfield and I guess um, you talked about the changing of the guard there, uh, particularly the last couple of years or so what's it been like for you to now be one of the i guess elder statesmen in the team and someone that um the other guys coming in really look up to have you relished that role yeah it's a it's, a, it's an interesting one um i've always been like the, the younger player a bit bit yeah. of a larrikin bit of a like to have fun to now being i think i'm almost like in the top five <laughs> or six elders of the club well, so especially with quite... especially with those sudden retirements this year in kirky and um ever yeah 
It's actually a bit scary. Um, Big 25 is really old, apparently, at the moment. Um, <laughs> no, but it, I think it's good. And having that extra responsibility has probably matured me as a player and a person. Yep. Um, and having, you know, leadership roles um, has probably improved my football because, you know, you can't slacken off at trainings and you mm-hmm. always have to be present and at your best because yep. you want to be a role model to those coming up, coming up behind you or yep. underneath you. So... I think it really, I have relished the role. Obviously, there is challenges, but mm. I think it's more mainly matured me um, on and off the field, which has been really good. And obviously, it's your second year as the captain of the Cert Football Club, a role that you no doubt makes you very proud to hold. Um, has it dawned on you, um, I guess, now that you're so far into that role about the, the great names that have gone before you in that role and, and just how much... Um, prestige i guess it does hold given that uh, sturt's one of the considered one of the powerhouse um clubs of the competition particularly with its great following yeah it's, it's such an honor and sturt's got such a great history and such a close history uh, with all the past captains um yeah it's, it's a great honor and you know something i've wanted to do for a long time when i was going up through the ranks Mm. Um, it comes great responsibility, but there's a lot of learning towards it. And I think at Stir at the moment, we've got a really good core leadership group. I know we are young, but we've had the likes of you know Matt Crocker, Guy Page, Stephen Slimming, who've been in the leadership group for three to four years now, who are great support to me and actually mm. helped me out a lot with a lot of things that you know um, are my weaknesses. And we all kind of spread the load. But yeah, as you're right, Stir's got such a great history. Uh, probably hasn't sunken in yet, as I've probably you know focused on the present yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's definitely something i'll look back on and be really really proud of and it was something i wanted to do for you know my whole whole life whole career yeah and obviously yeah uh, throughout the 150 games um the things that you look back on with pride are no doubt the the back-to-back premierships um uh, do you have one or the other that uh, you hold a little bit closer to your heart or, or you treat each other the same um, oh, I think a lot of players would have different answers to this. Yeah, they um, do. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. Like, obviously, the, the the second one was a lot closer than the first one. It's different feelings at the different you know points mm. in the fourth quarter. Uh, but I, I don't take any for granted. There's a lot of great players and legends that never got the chance to win one. So I would. Yeah. It'll be a bit silly to pick one in front of the other for me. Um, but I think you know that's that was a couple. That was four or five years ago now. So I think. Our, our, my focus now was the change in the guard is probably mm. to be, well, hopefully the next premiership captain for Sturt. Um, that's my our focus at the moment. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely, we'll look back at them. I think we have a five year five year reunion and end of this year for the Jesus. sixteen grand final. So yeah. it goes very very quick. It um, does. So you can't rest in your laurels a bit, and you know. Mm. Be happy with that. You always want to go for one more. That's right. And uh, as you say, you're, you're regenerating the list really nicely and with plenty of um, great local youngsters. But before we perhaps touch on some of them that excite you, but uh, Marty Matner, obviously, he was your coach for those dual premierships in 2016 and 2017. What's Marty been like, um, Mark II, I guess, um, coming around uh, back to the footy club this year? Have you noticed uh, any differences in him? Yeah, yeah, I definitely have. Um, he's come back with a bit more of an open mind, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Whether that was from you know what happened with him uh, on the AFL in the AFL system, um, he's definitely a lot less stubborn than what he used to be. <laughs> um, takes he takes on feedback really, really well um, yep. from the playing group and the leadership group. Uh, mm-hmm. And we have you know back and forth about what I think's working, what he thinks working. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing I really you know it's been really good is. Um, 
the game plan that he's implemented and how he believes in his game plan. Mm-hmm. And I think that instills confidence in such a young group which needed needs some guidance um, and they'll be really start to believe in the game plan. Yep. Obviously, there's a lot of work to go you know, to get to the to the elite standard, but there's definitely signs of us growing as a team and as a young team playing to our game plan. And hopefully uh, mm. we have strung a couple of good games together, a little blip on yeah. the weekend, but there's definitely signs um, that we're moving in the right direction. Because prior to that, yeah, the three-game winning streak, which you're touching on then, uh, really made the competition sit up and take notice, and particularly against the opposition you're up against. And the other factor as well was uh, it would have been easy for such a young group to roll over and just sort of um, head towards the end of the season, given uh, you'd lost Zane Kirkwood and uh, Mark Evans, as we touched on earlier. Yeah, and I think um, it's good for a young team to, you know, get a bit of success so they can actually feel what winning's like and see mm. that there's light at the end of the tunnel. It gets a little bit bit of a grind if, you know, young teams are just, you know, losing every week but trying to still, you know, implement a game plan. So it's been really good to ha- have the boys taste a little bit of success. Um, but that was always the case. We've got a... We've got a long way to go, but we want to start earning mm. respect back to the competition and team. So um, there yeah. was never a, never a thought of uh, let's just go next year. Mm. Um, we've got some really competitive blokes in our side and young blokes as well who you know still want to chase that finals goal this year. So there was um, yeah. no no thoughts of next year. It was all for now. We're still still looking still going to look, look forward to the next couple of weeks and seeing how we can um, lift climb the ladder. Who are some of the young guys that really excite you, not just for the rest of this year, but perhaps in the next five years or so? That's uh, a good question. Like, obviously, mm. uh, to- Tommy Lewis has been a standout mm. this year. He's had a little breakout year um, in, in and under and probably doing some of my, most of my dirty work now, <laughs> which has been good. I don't have to get as dirty because yes, <laughs> I've got him, him doing all that. I think he's leading the tackles by about 20-odd yeah. tackles, so it's um, very, very impressive. Um then you've got Casey Voss as well, who's just yep. been taking his game to the next level as a halfback. Um, they're just, we had Jed McEntee before, you know, he got picked up. Um, the mid-season draft, he was coming along nicely. But the really positive thing is our reserves, I think, sitting second as well. Mm. Um, so we, so there's definitely positive signs with some young players there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're the two probably main ones that have been st- stuck out this year. Yep. They could probably play for Sturt for the next eight to ten years, hopefully. Yeah, most definitely. If they don't get picked up by the AFL, they're exactly. going to be very, very good sandful players for a long time. That is for sure. Um Central District, obviously, you're looking to bounce back against the Doggies on their deck uh, after, uh, yeah, a bit of a blip, as you say, against Glenelg, but although, uh, yeah, there's been plenty of other teams that have succumbed to Glenelg this year. Yeah, yeah, and Doggies are always a formidable outset, um, especially at their home grounds. You know, they're going to give out 100% every single time you play them, and we found that out. I think last time we played them, I think the boys... You know, having those ebbs and flows, a young team, um, mm. they came out and just jumped us and we're way too good on the day. So, yeah, we definitely want to get one back up on them um, and really looking forward to, you know, making events after, you know, a little, as I said, we said a little blip against the top team, but we're yeah. really looking forward to, you know, getting back on the track this week and see if we can get a, you know, another win in the win column. And off the field, uh, James, uh, what, have you, what are you getting up to with yourself uh, for a crust? Um, I am two, all about two and a half years recently doing uh, financial broking, so a little okay. uh, family firm um, pretty close to the club. So, yeah, two and a half years in now, uh, yep. really loving it. Um, it makes it easy when your boss loves footy and he's now a sponsor of the club. <laughs> so it yep. lets me leave a couple of minutes early before trainings and everything like that. So it's um, yep. really good. Um, 
really loving at the moment. So hopefully, yeah, long career ahead of me. Ah, oh, most definitely. That's really exciting. I reckon last time I chatted with you for your one hundredth, you're in the wine industry from memory. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. I was um doing that part time while studying. So yeah. Yeah. um I was living the dream a bit, doing uni and doing that. So <laughs> yeah. uh, a bit of reality check now, but no, it's good. I'm loving it. Ah, oh, terrific to hear. Well, thank you very much for your time on Sample Radio and. Uh, Good luck in your 150th Stanford statewide Super League game against Central at X Convenience Oval this weekend. And no doubt uh, the way things are headed, uh, only be a couple of years' time I'll be chatting to you as a member of the Sanford 200 Club, hopefully. <laughs> oh, fingers crossed. Hopefully my body makes it there, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, James. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me.